You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. What's up, everyone? Double A back for another episode of the Profile Pod. On this episode, we are joined by hip hop recording artist out of the San Diego area, my man Hypnotic. Very cool episode, man. Smart guy, very inspirational dropped a lot of insight man if you're an, an artist who's coming up in the hip-hop game or any type of any genre for that matter in music you know he provided a, a, again some strategies some tips that he does to kind of market himself out in the when he's out in the field out in the you know out in the community concerts shows what have you so you're gonna appreciate this man so uh this episode again very informational, very informative, very enlightening. And we can't thank you enough, Hypnotic, for coming through, man. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the episode. Once again, like, follow, share, subscribe. Leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Go check me out. Give me a follow on uh, Instagram, at the profile pod. Uh, same thing for Clubhouse. Same thing for Facebook, YouTube. It's all the profile pod, Twitter, etc. Thanks again for being here, and we'll see you guys soon. And always remember to take it easy. Enjoy the episode. Peace. Welcome to the Profile Pod. I'm your host, Double A, back in this piece for another episode, man. We got a great, great guest on standby right now, man. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, wherever you're tuning in from, the audio, the video. It's all good, man. So, um, like I said, man, we got a gentleman here who's a hip-hop recording artist. Before we get to our guest, don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, man, on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram and uh, appreciate all the love, all the support, man. It's it's uh, see all the, you know, all the people showing love, man, and I appreciate all of you out there, man. Don't forget about the Social Nostra Network, man. It's a talented network of or a network of talented creators and podcasters now available on Roku and all major platforms, man. So go check out the Social Nostra Network, baby. Um, this is the podcast it brings on uh, individuals doing extraordinary things in life to inspire the human spirit, man. And this gentleman, like I said, man, this guy's, he's, uh, I think he's on another level, man. He's, he's super uh, talented. He's a hip hop recording artist, like I said, man. He's, he's uh, hails from the San Diego area and he represents to the fullest. He represents his culture, his raza. And that's what I love about him, man, because he, he doesn't hold back, man. He's, he's uh, you know, he's always promoting and, and showing love for, for his culture and his, his lineage and his heritage, man. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for the first time on the Profile Pod, my man, Hypnotic. What's up, brother? How you doing? That's my new thing right there, dog. You know what I'm saying? But thank you for the introduction, homie. Um, I appreciate the recognition, dog. And, uh, and I've been doing this for a minute, bro. And uh, it's just good to, you know, when you hear people speak to you, speak about you in that way, it, it feels good, man. It validates the work. You know what I mean? I'm doing it for a reason. And, and recognition is always received well. 
Absolutely. No doubt, man. No, you're welcome, man. And yeah, t thanks for coming through, man. I know you got a lot going on and, you know, it's always a pleasure to get, you know, uh, you know our guests on here and, and it's an honor to have our guests, you know, take the time and, 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 and come onto the platform, man. So, uh, but yeah, man, how you been, brother? And I see, you, you know, got some videos coming through, you know, right. you, shot, you shot some videos recently. Uh, you know, you got the Life's a Risk, Una, uh, Una Raza with featuring Ills Akil. Right. Um, just a lot going on, man. How you been? I've been good, though. I've been busy. Um, just always busy, bro. And um, that's just <laughs> part of life, man. That's part of the highlight, right? Uh, I know I know we spoke a little earlier before, but um, I got a, I got a regular full-time job, bro. I, I work a nine-to-five, Monday through Friday. And uh, a lot of people get surprised when I tell them that because if you look at my Instagram, if you look at my social media, I'm always busy. I'm always on the road. I'm always doing shows. It's always something music related. So they trip out when, when they, when they find out I have a job and shit, but, but you know, hopefully within a year or so, I might not need that job, bro. The way, the way the music's going, the way I'm getting booked in different shows in different States, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I keep developing and keep working, I might not need that job you know, eventually, bro. But like you said, just busy, busy, busy on the grind, homie, you know, that's, that's all I do. I, I preach it. I, I rap it. And uh, you got to, if you're going to speak about stuff, you also got to be out there and do the work, bro. So, so I, I push the rasa, I push our agenda and I'm always talking about how hard we work. So who, who would I be not to work hard, you know, and lead by example? Yeah, that's a good point, man. No, I see that, man. That's what I, that's what I love about you, man. You're, you're, you're proud of, of, of uh, who you are, you know, your, your culture and, and I, I, rightfully so, man. It's a beautiful culture, man. Uh, you know, the Mexican-American culture, raza, Latinos, you know, how whatever, you know, category yeah. you want to put it into, right? I mean, <laughs> right. you know, it's all beautiful, man. Uh, Latin America, whatever. And, uh, you know, that's that's it's always good to talk to people like that that are proud of who, who they are, Re regardless of the race, regardless of who they are, where they come from. You know, uh, be proud of who you are, right? That's, that's, that's always, uh, it's always nice to see that, brother. You know, definitely and um i i just uh, to speak on that is just really nothing like how do you do that there's no how if so about it you just that should come from you as a person as an individual you should be in tune with your roots in my opinion or you know a lot of people assimilate to the usa which is cool but don't forget where you come from don't forget where your parents came from don't forget that your parents were immigrants don't forget that your grandma was an immigrant bro you know what I mean? A lot of people come here and they think they're born here and they think they're better than 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 the immigrants out there and stuff. And it's like, you know, that 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 was that you could have been legal yourself. You just happen to be born here, bro. You're not better than nobody. You know what I mean? You just you just you know you got a good stroke of luck right there being born on this side, and which we should be we should be uh um how do you say appreciative of that and thankful that we're born here. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot more opportunities, you know, in in a sense. But like, um, but don't ever forget your roots and where you come from. That's important, man. That's being American. That that's that's your that's your nationality. You know what I'm saying? But your bloodline, your heritage, your race. That's where you come from. That's your roots. It's different. You know what I'm saying? It's a little deeper, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be um, patriotic and all that stuff. You know, but like, uh, there's yeah. a deeper there's a deeper sense of of something inside your soul and your blood. And, and where you come from, you know what I'm saying? That, that I feel like most people should tap into that, but, but you know, but we, yeah. we're distracted pretty well out here, you know what I mean? With the, the, with the football, basketball, baseball, <laughs> I mean, don't get it twisted, homie. We, we're a little pampered out here, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
But you know, that's yeah. part of that's part of, of why people want to come here. There's there's a lot of opportunity as well. You know what I'm saying? And um, but you know, I just I've noticed throughout my travels, like when I've been to Mexico, when I've been to third world countries, I've been to Bali, like Indonesia. Mm. I've been to you know deep parts of Mexico, and like and the people there, they seem to enjoy more of the outdoor, the everyday life. They have dinners together and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's beautiful oh, yeah. to be out here and privileged and stuff, but sometimes we lose sight of what's important, which is the everyday life stuff. You know what I mean? Kicking it with, with your family, friends, enjoying a nice dinner. Everybody here is on the phone. Everybody's distracted. Granted, I'm on the phone all the time, bro, but I'm an artist. I got to promote, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and it's hard to balance that with, with friends, with family, with work, you know what I mean? Going to the gym, I got to promote. There's always something to do, bro. It's, it's, it could be tough, but but, you know, if it ain't tough, then you ain't going to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to go through all this. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I've been to, you know, several countries and, and you know, speaking of Mexico, it's a, it's a different lifestyle down there, man. It's a different vibe. You know, it's just it's just different, bro. You know, and, and it's, right. it's not, you know, it's not better. It's not worse. It's just it's just different. And then you yeah. know, we have our culture here. We have our, our you know, infrastructure here and it's just a different life. But uh but like you said, man, uh, family is super important out there, man. Uh, you know, enjoying yourself and, and having a good time is really uh, is, is is really a part of the life down there, bro. Yeah. And, you right. Know, so, and not that it's not here, but it's just it's just uh, celebrated differently, you know. But yeah, it's yeah. all beautiful, man. Exactly. And then uh, I want to share a story. When I went to Aguascalientes, uh, the last time I went there, or I've been there twice the last like five years. But um, is that where your family's from? My, mom, my mom's from Aguascalientes. My dad was from Tijuana, gotcha. um, but we went to Aguascalientes and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a small little house, two-story house. You gotta, um, you gotta heat up the water. You gotta take a shower with a, with a tub, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then my tia, man, she just said like, it was just beautiful, little, little emotional touching as well, where she just said, Hey, no tenemos mucho. We don't have much, but we offer it with our hearts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and that was beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they uh, upstairs, they had a room that had two beds. And uh, they let me, my mom, my sister, we, we all got upstairs in the beds. And then when we woke up in the morning, we come downstairs and we see my tia, all the kids sleeping on the, on the concrete stone in the living room, bro. So they offered that to us. They slept on the stone wow. and just, you know what I mean? Familia, that's what family does for you, bro. And, and that was just, you know, seeing stuff like that, a lot of you know just how how we're, how their heart is and we're, how how important family is out there you know what i'm saying yeah hospitality bro i mean gosh you, you know you always hear that saying uh aquí tienes tu casa you know mm -hmm. and you know my house is your house aquí you know mi casa es tu casa and they mean that like you said like your aunt said you know yeah yeah they, exactly. with, they mean that shit that is you know they're not playing man you know yeah it was beautiful man beautiful um just to, you know, and the, the, the mentality out there, the lifestyle and, and, and to see that I feel like more, like I, I wish my nephews and nieces could see more of that. You feel me what I'm yeah. saying? Who, who haven't really been out there to make like deep Mexico like that. And which, you know, some of them have and stuff, Mexicali, Tijuana and all that, but like, but deep Mexico, like I was caliente. I think my nephew went to, one of my nephews went to Guadalajara with his girl. So I think mm. he got to experience that. But you always, you, it's good to experience that, bro. Like you said, it's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. You know what it's I mean? There's different. different aspects. Bro, I, I went to Mexico. Uh, I, I always remember this trip changed my life, man. 1986, I was 10 years old. Or nine, right, nine, 10 or whatever. 
I wasn't born yet, fool. No, it's all good, bro. Uh, you know, but but that trip, man, that trip, that that one trip changed my life forever, bro. You know, like, I, you know I spent the whole summer out there, you know. And, oh, wow. Uh, so I really got to see, uh, you got a little bit of the taste of the, of the life down there. And, but that, you know, again, that, that trip forever changed my life. It, you know, I really got to see the culture and the, just the, the nuances and, and the, you know, got to feel the culture, feel the life, you know, for right. an extended period of time. So, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, with yourself, bro, you know, songs like Carne Asada, you know, your song, <laughs> of, you know, uh, Open Your Eyes, where you're waving the Mexican flag and, you know, I just, that's good to see, you know, you, you, artists like yourself, man, representing and, and, you know, you really put that, you, you put your heart into that, man. That's, that's passion right there, man, for who right. you are, where you come from. And um, again, man, it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not fluff, man, like with you. It's just, that's, you mean that shit, man. And that's from, you know, it comes from the heart. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's, it's, it's, it's great to see that, man. It's great to, you know, to see artists like like you, man, put put Mexico on the map and in the culture, representing the culture. Yeah, definitely, and like, and it goes beyond that too. Like, you know, we're we're showing love to our roots, to, to our hints out there in Mexico, the other side of the border. But we got so much raza here too, dog, in the United oh, yeah. States. So like, that, I'm also representing that to the fullest, homie. Uh, I'm Chicano. That's that's what I yeah. That's what I go by. You know what I'm saying? And um, you got little Mexicos all over here in California, dog. I go on my video shoots in LA, certain parts of Diego, man, like Rasa everywhere, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's like everybody speaks Spanish. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, you got tactical stands, you got, you got the Elotero, the Paletero everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like some of these places is like, you know, we're really thriving out here in, in Cali in a sense of, how many people are out here? A lot of us still struggle, though. There's a lot of families struggling out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I also think that's general. It takes generations to to adjust. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just come over here, you know, from Mexico or any Central American country and then just thrive like that. You know what I mean? It, it takes time to learn the ways out here. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I think a lot of times it takes a generation or two for them to start, you know, going to college and doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I saw something a few years ago where I think uh, it was reported the the most ever Latinos ever in this country attended college or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that number is growing and growing. And it naturally it should. It, it takes time for us, you know, to really like, OK, this is how it works in the USA. You know, you know what I mean? Because when I when I grew up over here. My parents didn't know anything about school. They didn't tell me nothing about how do I go to college or anything like that. You know what I mean, good sure, thing sure. I had music. Good thing I had hip hop, bro. Because <laughs> who knows what the fuck I'd be doing? I was a smart kid, though. I'll tell you that. I, I was smart. I had good grades all the time, and um, but I just didn't know no knowledge of how to go to to, to college or anything like that. You know what I mean? But at that point, I already fell in love with hip hop, and I already made my decision even back then. Like I knew I was gonna be a rapper. Like that's that's just what it is, bro. Yeah, bro. No, well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that, bro, because I'm gonna go ahead and segue into that, bro. Just jump into the music, man. And uh, well, but you grew up in in San Diego, uh, Escondido, correct? Escondido, yes. Yeah, 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 bro. And and who are some of your those early influences for you, bro? Like hip hop, you know, both musically and and hip hop specifically, bro. Uh, 
Tupac was always going to be my biggest influence. Uh, I grew up listening to Tupac because of my brothers. You know what I'm saying? And um, I remember like being in second grade, you know, Cali, California love, throwing up West Side, this and that, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then, you know, when, when you grow older, you start to really pay attention to what Tupac was saying. And it's like, damn, like the music's dope. He has a sick ass voice, you know, but then you start to pay attention. Like, damn, he's speaking from his heart too. He's speaking about uplifting his people. There's a beautiful message behind there. And he was so empowering when it came to his people. So passionate, man. And yeah. so that's always going to be my biggest influence. But then growing up in Escondido, uh, we caught wind of Mr. Shadow. He's my favorite Chicano rapper. You know what I'm saying? And Mr. Shadow was just, he was different, bro. He was like, he was like the first Mexican rapper that didn't really have like a Spanish or a Mexican accent. You know what I mean? He didn't, a lot of rappers try to sound like Little Rob and force the accent. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, Orale, Southsider, you know what I mean? But Shadow was just <laughs> spitting, bro. He was spitting. Uh -huh. But nobody could do Rob. I still got mad love for Little Rob. Little Rob's a legend. You know what I mean? And uh, he, he took it real far for, for Chicano rap. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not even that it has to be labeled Chicano rap. That's just kind of what it is. I consider myself a Chicano rapper plus more, though. I'm not just that. That's part of what I am. So I would say Shadow, Little Rob, uh, Tupac. Obviously, I like the, the Death Row days. You know, Snoop, Dre, uh -huh. the, the Dog Pound. Well, I used to bump them a lot back in the day. So there, there's there's plenty of artists, bro. I can't leave out Tech Nine. Tech Nine really, he's one of my favorite rappers ever. Tech Nine, Crooked Eye, like when it comes to Tech Nine and, and Crooked Eye, it's just the 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 lyricism, mm. the you know, because I I try to um you know I'm I'm about my rap, I'm about my people, but I feel like I don't know if people realize how lyrical I can get too, how intricate I I get with certain lines. You know what I'm saying? And but that comes from like Eminem type rappers like Tech uh -huh. Nine, Crooked Eyes, where you know you can rhyme cat, hat, bat, rat. You know that's one syllable. Right. And I always use this as an example. Uh, Eminem did it on on one of his songs, but he's rhyming multiple syllables. So he goes, he says this: "This must mean I'm disgusting. This must mean disgusting." All three of those syllables rhyme, bro. Yeah. And uh, and you got rappers like Tech Nine that'll rhyme 15 syllables in a row, bro. Like people don't, but when you're hearing it, people don't even catch it. But I'm I'm a I'm a lyricist, I'm a rapper, so I catch all that shit. I was like, you motherfuckers don't even know how hard that is to do. Did you yeah. even catch all those syllables he rhymed? Like it's crazy. Okay. Which, which I try to incorporate myself as well. If I could give you an example, my latest single, um, Una Raza, mm. I go, light-skinned Mexican, but I'm brown within. Enlightening all my friends, I get down with pins. Right 10, once again, let the sound begin. Fight 10 to the end, siempre proud I am. So it, like, if I Ooh. break that down, though, bro. Like, Love it, bro. Like, bro look, light-skinned Mexican, but I'm brown within. Enlightening all my friends, I get down with pins. Proud I am. You know what I mean? And then lightning, fright, like fright, fight in everything rhymes, bro. Like, you know what I mean? If I if I was to put it on paper, you can see it. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, but it's yeah. not easy to do, man. With that that is not, you know, uh I you know, I've I've tried to rap, you know, messing around. It's like I've man, I yeah, I don't know how you guys do it, man. That's impressive, man. It's a, it's it's a 
very unique skill, bro. And I got a lot of respect for hip, you know, lyricists and and, and rappers and and MCs, right. man. You know, you know, uh, and, cool. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. There's people out there, man, like that'll like try to act like rapping isn't a talent. You know what I'm saying? Or like, oh, like singing. It's not like singing. It's like, nah. like, but there's there's artists out there. Like I just told you that that do crazy shit with words, bro. Even the metaphors and, you know, just the different things that, that you can do with words and how you deliver it too. Anybody can rap, but can you relay the message? Can you convey the emotion? You know what I'm saying? And that's what Tupac to, to me is the greatest because you feel his passion, you feel his words, you feel when he's sad, you feel when he's angry. When you can convey your emotions through words and how you deliver it, that's when you like, mm. you don't even have to be the most lyrical. You know what I'm saying? You could just, you're so passionate and you're so good at, at conveying a message. There's a lot to hip hop. Like with Eminem, in my opinion, he's one of the best lyricists of all time. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to words and just rhyming. But, uh, but like I said, Tupac conveying the message, he's the best at that. So you can, everybody has their preference, you know what I'm saying? The greatest of all time, there's really no answer to that. In my opinion, it's Tupac, but like I said, that's my opinion and everybody uh -huh. is subject to their uh, uh, opinion. Arguably, and, right? Arguably. The styles that they like, you know what I'm saying? So. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, there's guys out there that'll tell you, you know, uh, Wu-Tang or, you know, the Jizza right. or, or, you know, but uh, like you said, man, it's, it's all about what you like, what your preference is. And I mean, there's, and those guys are all hall of famers, man, you know, of course, They're super talented and uh, you know, but there's people that, that excel in multiple uh, facets of, of the art itself. You know I mean? Some of those people are good at the raw shit or just rapping real raw gutter, but they don't have, Right. Oh, like, like I think Pac was really, really well rounded too with the diversity. He could do a club banger. He could do song for the girls. Yeah. He could do Dear Mama, and he could do Hit 'Em Up. From Dear Mama to Hit 'Em Up, homie, that's like, like <laughs> straight. That's why. I, hello, my bad. No, it's all good. Okay, for sure. We're, we're good. But yeah, yeah, but you know that's that I can brag on all day about Tupac, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So yeah. that's your wheelhouse, Hypnotic? Is like you were you um like well, how old were you in the nineties, man? Like in the mid nineties at the at his heyday. Uh, were you in high school? I was, I was born in eighty seven. So when he died, oh. I was ninety six. I was like nine years old. Okay. So like I said, I remember being like in second grade doing West Side. I don't even know if he was alive or dead at the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think wow. I think when I was in second grade, I forget how old I was, but I just remember like being in, in elementary school. And just loving Tupac because of my brothers. And then I want to say, uh, I don't even remember him being alive, to be honest. Everything that I remember is from him afterwards. Mm -hmm. Or like when I really started getting into the lyrics and stuff like that. Because yeah. I was just nine years old when he passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. But, no, I, absolutely, man. You know, my wheelhouse is, you know, the 90s. I, I was a kid in the 80s, but in the 90s, man, I, I was a, you know, a teenager and and young adult man so you know i got to experience all of that to the fullest and i remember tupac man uh when we came i was in the navy we came back from uh i was on deployment you know 96 man all eyes on me came out when i was right. in, i think i was in the persian gulf man literally damn and, uh, we came back we hit hawaii on the way back to the states and uh we hit the club and Pac, man that you know 
California love, everything was banging, man. That was just, right. like, I'll never forget it. So you it, lived man. that, you experienced that, bro, when it was popping. Yeah, yeah. That's bro. dope. That's something that I'll always envy because all I see is videos of him and and I hear his music, but I never really got to like see him. And it's crazy because my favorite rapper right now is Tech Nine. He's been doing it forever. I still yeah. haven't seen him in concert, bro. Is that right? Yeah, but I'm too busy. Like, I don't want to go to concerts because I want to perform at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, if I'm not going to perform, like, I, I ain't even trying to go. My homegirl should always be like, hey, let's go to this concert. Let's go to this concert. You know, yeah. <laughs> come in, come in, say what's up. She's always inviting me to these concerts and All shit. All kinds of music. <laughs> All kinds of people. Say what's up to the, the people real quick. What's, what's up? It's Shug Bennett here at the mix. We here in the city of Dago. But yeah, but it comes to a point, dog, where like I trip out on, on myself because a lot of people invite me out to do things and stuff like that. But it's like it's hard to go out and do things because it's like I need to be productive. I I I'd rather like yo, if I could do a show, if I could do this, if I could make money or gain fans, I'm always gonna choose that normally. Unless it's like course my familia type stuff you know what i'm saying or baby shower or birthday party you know stuff like that you know you can't say no to that but uh, for sure but a lot of times i stay booked ahead of times so i'm starting to realize that you know i missed a, a big party a family party but i was really booked ahead of time so it's one of those things where i noticed that the more the more i do it the more busy i get i'm gonna have to make those sacrifices and not be around as much I'm starting to get a glimpse of it now. And a lot of rappers rap about that type of stuff, how they're not around as much. And, and I'm starting to see it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's know, what bro. you got to do. That's, that's what it takes right now, you know? Yeah. People exactly. don't realize you can be a good rapper, you can be, you know, a good musician, but if you're not working towards it, if you're not making moves and, and being active, you know, you can just stay stagnant, bro. You're not going to grow. You know, you have to invest in yourself. And sometimes you're going to get your money back. Sometimes you might lose money and sometimes you might hit the jackpot. Huh? Yeah. But you got you to take the risk because life's a risk. Not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, brother. That's right, man. Hey, and I wanted to talk to you about the um, your recently, well, I don't know how recent it was, man, but uh, if you could be, uh, if you could kind of put the date on it where you had your first headlining event in Downey. Right. Uh, talk about that experience a little bit, man. You know, how, yeah, how that, was that? That, I saw that the little was, video you did, the little promo and the, the little documentary and that good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's that, uh, that stage of my life right now where, you know, I, I, uh, it takes time, bro. I've done so many shows where I had to sell tickets, where I had to pay to perform. And, you know, that's investing in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's me like, yo, I'm going to sell these tickets so I can open up for the game, so I can open up for Dog Pound, so I can open up for DJ Quick because I already know they're going to pack the house. So it's, it's worth it to me to do that. That's what you got to do as an up-and-coming artist to put yourself in front of audiences. You know what I'm saying? And it's up to me to capture them. If they like it, then they're going to follow you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, but, you know, it's, it's um, I'm thankful... And I'm blessed to be in a position where I've been doing this for so long, bro. And like, you know, I, I, I've been doing music. I've been putting a lot of work. So when I got that phone call that somebody wanted to book me and headline me and they asked me how much I charge, I, I was a loss for words. I had to stall <laughs> him a little bit like, yo, hold up. I don't, I don't know how much I charge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, shit. Look. Right. Yeah. 
So I was like, okay, we'll check it out. I just came out like my head. Well, let me get, let me get a thousand. Let me get, let me get a G. And all right, cool. So it was like, okay, like just like that. I should have said two thousand, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> or whatever. But I know, right? But, but you know, little things like that, like little milestones, they boost your confidence and they also make you realize, you know, the value you do have. Yeah. So, so you know, going back to the show itself, it was just an amazing experience, bro. And uh, I've always invited family and friends to like shows, you know, I'm, I'm selling tickets to open up for this, this guy, that guy. But when I'm hitting people up and letting them know like, hey, this is my show. This is my headlining event. I need you to pull up. Like, fuck all the other shows. This show matters the most. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, um, and it's cool to see the support, man. I packed that, packed the place out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, it was a lot of people there, like 100, 150, 100 plus. 150 plus just to you know come out and support me and uh it was beautiful bro like if you saw the documentary you can see the energy in there see here this is what people don't realize man when i'm performing when i'm opening up for the mb riders and when i'm opening up for somebody else all those people are primarily there to see them so a lot of times they don't they've never heard of me they don't know my music it's that much harder to captivate and capture people that have never heard your songs before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Because they don't know it. They don't know what you're going to say. They don't know the words. But if, if you can captivate them with your energy, which I've learned to do, like I come out really aggressive, but like confident, mm-hmm. you know, that's you got to you got to win those people over. You got to create fans there. But there you when go. you're doing a show, when you're doing a show, when it's all your fans there, all your family, all your supporters and they know all your songs. So then they're reacting when a song comes on. Oh, that one. Yeah. It's a whole different type of performance when you have a bunch a room full of people that know all your music and are singing it along with you and that you just feed off of that energy. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. that's, that's even, that's even more beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, it's a tough game, bro. Like, if if people don't know you, you got to capture them, bro. If you're just out there nonchalant, like, half-assed, going, Mm. you're not going to be remembered, bro. No. You know what I mean? So I I make it a point to always try to captivate the crowd and let them know that I'm really about the business. But it's it's also beautiful to to just perform in front of your fans, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can invite people there, like, hey, homie. Like, if if I want to leave an impression and maybe there's a, a... promoter or somebody like hey come to this show bro because these are all my hits you'll see the love and support i have and uh yeah it's, it's a two different worlds when, when you're when you perform from an audience that doesn't know you and for an audience that does that's a great point man i never never really uh thought of that never thought of that man. yeah like you said you got you gotta you gotta win them over man win them over they don't know who you, they've never heard of you they, they don't know your songs then you gotta create new fans right there man that's your opportunity you know. And here's the thing, though, too. It goes beyond that, dog. Like, the more I do, the more I learn. And mm-hmm. I'm all about maximizing. So it's, it's cool. Let, let's say an up-and-coming rapper, he gets to open up for Drake, right? Theoretically. Uh-huh. Let's say he does a really good job. Bro, he kills it. The fans felt him. And a lot of times I see rappers, they do this. Yo, follow my IG. It's uh, DD underscore A garage underscore rooted 13 like nobody's gonna remember that bro you know what i'm saying like like you need a at my shows i always set up a booth i always have my merch there i have stickers now 
stickers like this. Let me show you real quick. I got them right here. Yeah, yeah. A sticker like that, bro, has a QR code. So I don't just pass them out to everybody. After I do my show, after I interact with people, I'll be like, yo, yo, if you like the show, you know, I saw, I, I see them. I see all the people getting down. I see them vibing. So I, I make it a point, hey, if you like what you heard, here's a free sticker, you know, scan the QR code, it goes right to my Instagram. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? When you're, when you're at these shows, if you do well, you got to interact with the people, bro. Like a lot of people aren't going to follow you. They're not going to remember you. You have them at that moment. That, that's your best moment to get a follow, to get a like, to get a, to get a view. You know what I'm saying? So like you see me at my shows, bro. I'm talking to the, the fans after my performance. I'm telling them, bust your phone out. Follow me on IG. Okay, cool. What's your app? Go to your Apple Music. Go to your YouTube. Go to this. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty aggressive when it comes to that, bro. But that's how you got to be. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I, I'm trying to tell, like, a lot of the up-and-coming rappers, it's cool to do a show. It's cool to open up and, and do shows. But what are you, get, what are you getting at? You know, get, make, make a fan. Get a follow. Put the effort in there to, to you know, connect, right? You gotta, you gotta, re you gotta interact with people. A lot of fans, a lot of rappers, they try to act bougie or they try to act too cool. They want to kick it in VIP all day. Uh, like, what, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna gain if I just want to kick it backstage with the NB writers? If I want to kick it backstage with Little Rock, I'm just kicking it over there. Like, no, I'm hungry. I need to gain some fans. I'm out there manning my booth. I'm behind my table interacting with people. You know what I mean? It's not about looking cool. You know, like, people got it twisted, bro. Everybody needs to get their priorities straight. You know what I'm saying? I love that, man. Yeah, young MCs, man. You know, young rappers, you're coming up. Take notes right here. You should be taking notes. This this man, what right. he's talking about. No, that's what you got to do, man. You got to get out there. You got to connect with the people, the community, the, the fans. And people love that, man. That that's you know they they they, they love that uh, that humility, like you said. You know, <laughs> yeah. You just you stay in VIP. Okay, what is what is that really gonna do for you? But <laughs> yeah, you know, cool. or, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. no, yeah, whatever. It's cool, like babe, like I see it. Like if you get a pick, get a pick, post it on your Instagram. Cool. Yeah. You go go over there for five minutes. Say what's up. Get some pick. Get some footage. Now go back to work, bro. You exactly. know what I'm saying. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a, you're over here faking the funk, acting like you're already big like that. They're there because they already earned it. They're already getting paid thousands of dollars. They don't have to hustle. They don't have to man their booths. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so you, you don't just go there to look cool and be around them. Like, go fucking go get to that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Earn your stripes. Earn your stripes. I was at this uh, show uh, last week, man, Summer Nights, and uh, my man got a gun. Shout out to Gutter Gun. He was out there, man. He was, uh, you know, doing his thing, hustling, connecting with people, um, yeah, giving, uh, you know, doing giveaways and just, you know, stuff that you don't normally see. And he said it himself. He's like, we're changing the narrative, you know. I like what he said, man. And and that's, yeah, that's 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 being unique, standing out, you know. That's what right. you got to do, man, to really get, you know, get your name out there and, and connect with the people once again, you know um but yeah man i know i appreciate that hypnotic you know i appreciate we, you know how, how then you're just passionate about what you're doing you know yeah 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 you know man and i wanted to kind of shift gears a little bit bro talking about g rooted um which is is, it, is that your record label uh or we'll talk about g rooted a little bit man yeah I'm, I'm independent bro i don't i don't i don't everything i do is self-invested 
Okay. You know, I, I'll get I'll get support from familia every now and then, maybe some fans. I'm learning more about about the the business because because I have to. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't have a manager. <laughs> I don't have nobody out there making these moves for me. Mm. You know, I'm I'm realizing my worth, and um, and uh, G Rooted is um, uh, it's like the logo. It's the brand. Every rapper, for the most part, Tech Nine had strange music. You know what I'm saying? Crooked Eye has COB, Circle of Bosses. You know, everybody has like a, a little uh, Rick Ross, Maybach music. Um, it's just a, a, a logo. It's like my clothing brand name too, G Rooted Clothing. But um, okay. it stands for, for gangster slash God Rooted. And um, there's different definitions of gangster, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I'm not speaking about the gang banging stuff, you know, but, but gangster is uh is root when i say gangster rooted it, it's it, we we grew up around it you know what i'm saying uh-huh. i got familia that were that were that were gangsters you know what i'm saying and, and and growing up around it it brushes off on you so so being g rooted gangster it's just you got those roots you got that style you know i'm still pelon i, I dress with my with my dickies my 501s uh-huh. and you got you got that style but like but we're we're what i'm trying to push is like gangster is like is working hard, is, is feeding your household, is that's what's really gangster, you know what I'm saying? It is 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 being straight and 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 providing for your family and doing good in the community. You know, we gotta we gotta really switch up what what that's gangster. Like that's that's gangster in my yeah. opinion. And no disrespect to the real gangsters out there, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not I'm not trying to right. you know step on what they're doing. Everybody has their own lane and I've never been a gangster rapper, you know what I'm saying? But I have influence, you know what I'm saying, from that culture, which we all do. We, we grew up in Southern Cali or not even just Southern, just in a, a lot of different places in the, in the United States. It's gangster, homie. It's gangster yeah. out here, you know what I'm saying? And, and that style brushes off on you. But at the end of the day, when I say God-rooted too, it's gangster slash God-rooted. It's also, uh, you know, there's a positive message behind it, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. At the end of the day, our, our morals, our priorities are, are rooted off of that. We are God rooted, in my opinion. Like we were made from one God, and we were, we're put on here to to spread that word and then to spread positivity. I might not be a saint, you know. what I mean, I'm not, I might not be doing it exactly by the book, which is something I personally got to deal with myself and, and figure that out. But for the most part, if you really do hear my music, it it it, it, it it's more positive. It's yeah. more trying to move move people and, and inspire them in, in a positive way bro mm. so yeah that's man. what that's where the g rooted stands for and um but yeah definitely that would ideally be my record label once i decide to fully make it a, a real business which you know i'm getting there you know what i'm saying that there's a lot of people you know in my ear talking about you can do a, a, a an LLC and all that stuff and, yeah. and get a company out there, which I'm, I'm thinking about doing soon. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot, bunch of tax write-offs when you book a hotel or when you gas, all this different stuff. I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? It sounds good to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No I got to learn more about that, bro. No doubt, bro. Yeah. G rooted, man. I, I saw someone else, a few people. Um, I saw someone else with that uh, Instagram handle and uh, how many, how many, how many dudes got, or how many people, or artists, or individuals have that uh, handle now? That IG handle, you, the G rooted. If you see G rooted like that, it's probably my my my, my family. Okay. I know my, my primo has that. My nephew and my brother got it tatted on them. It's crazy because they clown me like they they got it tatted and I don't even have it tatted yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
They're like, how are you, the, the creator, the founder? You don't even got you would have chatted on you. I know, dog, I'm slacking, bro, but <laughs> I need to do that <laughs> low key. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, no, the, but at the end of the day, um, <laughs> I I think it's my job to push that and promote that more. I don't promote G rooted enough. It's just I'm just so focused on okay, I got a show, I got a video. You know what I'm saying? I, there's there's always so much more you can do. Just my brothers the other day were telling me you don't promote your merch, you don't you don't you never post your merch, which I don't. But I make a killing at my shows. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm focused on other things. It's just yeah. there's not enough time in the day to promote everything I want to. And Instagram posting on Instagram and promoting that's a job within itself, bro. All those videos that I edit. I have to learn how to edit those and which is better for me because there's people that charge for the type of edits that I do. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It takes time to edit a video and present it a certain way. Like I'll do a clip of a show. I'll get a, like six different videos and chop them in there and then cut the music out and put some music in there and, and make the transitions where it slides off and comes back in. And, um, but there's, it's time and effort, man, to make these videos because on Instagram and on social media, you gotta, you know, I'm a, I'm an artist. I'm trying to be a legitimate artist. My videos better be high quality. They better look professional. You know, what oh, I'm yeah. saying all that, all that matters, bro. Oh no doubt. And yeah. um, it's time consuming. It's a lot of effort and work behind it. So when I tell people, when you see me on my phone, I'm being productive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Don't yeah. get it twisted. I'm not there just scrolling like a zombie. <laughs> Like I'm doing shit. shit. I'm doing shit. I'm responding to, to to fans. You know what I'm saying? I'm always messaging fans and promoting and and it leads to other conversations. And I'm always promoting like, hey, do you guys have Spotify do you use Apple? If they respond, boom, I send them the link. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm constantly being productive on that phone. I have eleven thousand followers, bro. That's eleven thousand potential merch buyers. That's eleven thousand potential people to go to a show. I have a whole list of people that can possibly be clients, you know what I'm saying? Or, or consumers, you know what I'm saying? So I should be tapping into that. You know what I'm saying? People don't realize I treat it like a business, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it's, it's both though. Cause I appreciate the fans. I appreciate the love and support, but it's also a business. You have to reach out to them and you have to like, Hey, yo, I got some new merch out. You, you know, I keep tabs of who bought merch in the past. So if I have a new drop, you, you you gotta go back to a repeat customer, bro. Like, mm, man, it, it, it's a business, bro, and it's very time consuming. And in time, hopefully, I'll I have an assistant to do all that. If, if I get bigger and bigger, that's inevitably gonna happen. No doubt. But right now, I can do it myself. Love it, bro. Love it, man. Yeah, those are the little things, man. Not, and uh, not little, but those are things you gotta do, man. If you're hungry, it's, if you want it, you gotta yeah. be willing to, to make it. You know, do those things. Those, you know, the you gotta go after it, man. You know, this this, this really is a good podcast. This is a good show for, like you said, up and coming rappers, rappers that are even in the game right now. Like, this is insight to what you should be doing, to what exactly what you, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's no blueprint. There's no like, how do you come up? There's no secret. It, you gotta work, bro. You gotta go after it. What's this it? work? This works for me. It's a slower. It's a slow ass pace. 
it, you know, sometimes I'm over it. I don't want to, I'm done. I, 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 there's a day or two, like, I don't even want to be on my phone anymore. Like, keep that shit away from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, you know, it, it works for me. And, and not, not, not everything that works for me is going to work for everybody else. But this is good insight, you know, for, for artists to hear, you know, some of the things I do, some of the methods I have, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and, and that's, that's cool because this is different from other podcasts. I, I'm really tapping into like just the stuff that I do as an artist that, that helps me grow and stuff like that. And that's, that's good. That's good for up and coming artists. They should be hearing this type of stuff. Exactly, man. You know, again, take, take notes, everybody take notes, man. Um, at this point in your career, then hypnotic, what, what fuel fuels you, bro? What, what motivates you? What keeps you freaking, what keeps that fire burning for you, man? Shoot. Uh, you know what? I was talking to somebody recently, man, and I, and I, I kind of had an epiphany, bro. I realized that when I'm booked, when I have something to look forward to, when I have a show, you know, this coming weekend, I stress, I stress like, damn, okay, I got to set up. I got to prep for that. The next day I have a video shoot. So I'm, I'm prepping. It's hard to prep when you work Monday through Friday, nine to six, and then you come home and it's seven o'clock ready. And then you got to like, you know, and then sometimes I go to the studio from seven to midnight the same day. And it's like, oh, because I have to go to the studio to, because I always do different show sets. When I, when I have, when I perform in a certain city or for a, for a different act, I modify my show set and I go to the studio and I'll switch it up. Okay. I want to do this song this time with that song. So I'm always constantly busy, and then I have to go through my outfits. What do I wear for this day? What do I wear for the next day? Because I'm I'm planning for like two days, Saturday and Sunday. And um, but what I realize is that I stress, but it's good stress because it's it's just productive stress. It's like it's stress that it's um I'm I'm working towards something, you know what I'm saying? And I realized that when I didn't have anything lined up. Like there was a two weekends in a row where I, which I needed the break because I was going hard for like two months every uh -huh. weekend. I had a show or I had something. And recently there was like two, um, there was two weekends where I didn't have anything booked. And I just, I caught myself being lazy, just sleeping more, eating more like shit, <laughs> you know? And I kind of got like depressed a little bit. And it's like, and I started thinking about, other shit that got me sad like like things with my ex granted i was talking to some girl too you know that's a whole different ball game too my lifestyle it, it seems like it's tough to 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 have a, a serious relationship at the moment because i'm so focused on music but i was going through some stuff like that like there was a girl i was talking to things were getting a little like somewhat serious i was talking on the phone i was intrigued by her we had our little little squabble verbal squabble and we were fighting a little bit and i realized like that and like i don't have anything to look forward to like i need to stay busy i need to have something to look forward to it distracts me from some of the things that might might make me sad or make me feel a little depressed you know what i'm saying the fact that i, I don't have a relationship right now because i'm that type of dude like i was in an eight-year relationship we had our own house and everything oh. and uh it's been like four years though since i've been single but every now and then i'll catch myself you know when i'm not busy when i'm not active I'll, I'll think back on that or like i'll think about how it was to have that but at the same time i'm in a predicament because i'm starting to go on tour and i'm yeah. starting to do all these things 
and I'm enjoying the perks too, dog. You know, there's there's some perks out there. I'm a single man, and you know the, the smart, female bro. the female <laughs> the female attention is growing. You know, when they see me getting down and shit, it, it's just it's part of it's part of it, dog. It's part of the business. So I'm in a predicament where like I have a song called Lonely Fool. Um, I love this song, bro. It's called Lonely Fool. It's F-O-O. I'm not a fool. I'm not a dumbass. I'm just a fool like a homie. Okay. I'm a lonely fool. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like like part of me wants to like have that relationship and uh and, and be with somebody. Cause sometimes these 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 uh these tours, the hotel alone, it can be lonely and you can think about shit. But yeah. then sometimes like you know, when, <laughs> let's just keep it real. When you pull something after a show, when a highness feeling you, and like, hey, I come to the hotel. Like, that's cool, bro. That, that's part of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how, how these people, like, treat me and how they see me is crazy, bro. Like, like it's crazy because... Let's talk about one of those episodes, bro. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see myself, like, as a celebrity, bro, but some people treat me and see me that way it's crazy and it's something that i'm adjusting to and i don't want me i don't i don't want it to get me big-headed either so i, I always stay humble which which i'm always gonna stay humble like i just more enjoy it like wow that's instead of bragging about it it's more like yes that's good because that's what i want i'm doing something correct if yes. the females are feeling it if i'm getting treated a certain way that just tells me that the music is doing its job you know what I'm saying, and and that's just keeping it real. That's just kind kind of the perks, but <laughs> but what, but I guess what motivates me, man, is yeah. it's just I just want to. I really love music, man. I love I love the art of it, and and uh, it, it I rather do that than anything else. When I'm in the studio, that's the best times of my life. Just creating music, my favorite moments. You know what I'm saying, and um, like it's just. It's just a real love for music, bro, and, and and the fact that my my biggest influence, Tupac, he impacted me so much with his words, with his with his music. I want to do the same thing for my people. So when I get the messages that I get, you know what I'm saying, where people are impacted by by me standing up for our culture and me voicing out things like and like there it motivates them to do that too. Like that's 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 priceless, bro. That's worth more than money. And um and that's what motivates me, bro. It's just the, uh, I, I want, I've always known that I wanted to be a rapper and, and me, I'm doing what I have to do to make that a reality, bro. And uh, that at the end of the day, that's my motivation. It, it's my family. It's my culture. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just, uh, a, I don't, I, I don't even think it's, I'm very competitive, you know, when it comes to sports, maybe that's part of it. You know, I, I want to just prove a point too that I, I'm I'm dope on me, you know what I'm saying? I'm one of the illest motherfuckers out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people need to realize that. And as dope as I am, I'm not as big as I should be. Uh, I love that confidence, man. That's facts, bro. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh -huh. a lot of fools can't do what I do musically. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I should be bigger, but at the same time, my style of music isn't really mainstream it, it isn't it takes time because I, I rap about real shit and we live in a world where a lot of people just like to hear dumb shit or like dumb down music they just care about the beat they're not prioritizing the message and the actual skill of the artist but you know mm. i i gain loyal loyal fans you know what i mean the, the shit that i rap about 
these are fans that are ride or die for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just a slower process, but it's slowly but surely going to be done. Absolutely, man. Yeah, of that course. was a long answer, dog. My bad. <laughs> no, no, and that's I love it, man. That's a lot of insight. Um, you know, that's what that's what I do, man. Is I listen, man. I listen to the artists, to the guests, and uh, I just like to hear, man. I like to hear those those uh, those those stories, man. Those what you know, what makes the the artist the artist. You know, what makes him tick? What makes him, what he's passionate about? What he's what motivates him? Um, what we mentioned, life's a risk, man. Una raza's coming out. Those videos, man. What else is coming down? What else can you give us, man? A glimpse on, brother. Any any upcoming albums, uh, collaborations, yeah. features, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Una Raza song, me and Ilza Kill were actually gonna do a a little short EP together, like a six or seven song album of us both. You know, we're joining forces in a way. That's Una Raza is the first single off of that album. And we're, we're trying to just like, a lot of times Mexican or Chicano artists, they don't work with each other enough. You know what I'm saying? And we're putting our egos to the side and it's more like a respect thing. I respect your skill, he respects mine. We rap about similar things. We have fans that like both of our music already. I have a fan base that hasn't heard him. He has a fan base that hasn't heard me. And us joining forces, it's a smart business move, but it also makes sense because we've had conversations. We've been talking on the phone and we're both on the same page with a lot of things. And to, it's always exciting to, you know, when, when artists do things, when artists join up and they do a project together, you know, a, a lot of times you can get, you know, okay, like you have your favorite artist, but it's always good to switch it up. And, you know, if he's working with somebody, it, it brings excitement, it brings a, uh, and it, we're bringing unity too. That the message is una raza. We're here to uplift people and 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 inspire people to work more with each other too. You know what I'm saying? Because collaborating is beautiful too. It's not just about you. Right. It's not always about you as an individual. You know, as much as we are competitive, and a lot of times it's like, yo, I'm the shit. It's me. It's me. You know, like yeah. I don't mind doing a whole album with Homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And not just that. He's fucking dope. He's a sick ass lyricist. And then I, and I know if I'm gonna do an album with him, I know he's gonna write some dope shit. So that's gonna fuel me and inspire me to even write better. You know what yes. I'm saying? So we're both gonna be helping each other. And that's a beautiful thing about music too. Depending on who you work with, you already know. Like if I'm gonna rap with this guy, oh damn, this fool spits. He's gonna spit some dope shit. It puts pressure on me and it's exciting. And it's a challenge as well. Like, all right, let's, let's challenge each other to even go further with our skill, with our rhymes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, where's he? Is he a, a San Diego guy too? No, nah, he's from Nevada. I think he his he claimed Reno, the Reno area. Oh, okay. Where he, he lived a lot out there and stuff. But he was born in Mexico. Like I said, he gave me a little bit of his background story. Nice. He, uh, he grew up like you know, uh, immigrant, poor. And um, but he he's doing his thing, man. He he he's uh he's working just as hard as I am, if not harder. Or you know, we're, we're both similar in what we do, and that's that's why we relate to each other. We both do it ourselves. We both book our own shows, so we're on the same page. You know what I'm saying? And it just makes sense to do that. Um, but yeah, no. As far as that, that's probably the only real album that I have I'm working on. The thing is, I've been going to the studio nonstop, bro. I have so many songs that are unreleased 
But it's just I can piece them together and do an album. But I don't really like doing that. When I when I do an album, I have to feel a certain way. There has to be a theme behind it. You know what I'm saying? So right now I'm in this this area where I'm just I'm really focusing on doing more shows and, and building the fan base. So I really haven't had time to think about what album I want to do next. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Usually that that'll come to me. But what I am noticing is that like being on the road and doing all this stuff, like like that song Lonely Fool. I just don't want to do a whole album of me bitching about being lonely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like as much as I want to write about stuff like that, because I'm the type of dude that raps about his life experiences and my feelings. I just don't want to fucking like Estevato on his lonely shit, dog. Like people want to hear the hardship, bro. You know what I'm saying? So they want to hear. It. Everybody wants to hear something, bro. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I do, it has to be organic. I got you, bro. Because I have a, like I said, I got a bunch of songs. I can drop an album tomorrow with okay. these, these songs right here and bundle them up in a, in a, but that it's not organic to me. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But gotcha. some of, some of the songs do fit each other though. Like I can see that song, that song, that song on an album. Now let's build off of that. Maybe I'll do that, bro. But you know, the lonely fool though, homie, I'm telling you, dog, <laughs> <laughs> that shit's hard. I keep talking about it, but. Uh, um, it goes like, um, and uh, it's real shit, bro. And I, it's like an oldie type uh, beat. Okay. So like Little Rob has mastered the, the oldie type beats where he, you really can't rap normally on those type of beats. It's kind of off key or like the, the, the patterning on the, on the, on the bass line, on the, on the drumming the snare is uh -huh. different, bro. So you got to rap a certain way. You got to be like, have a rhythm to it. Gotcha. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so Little uh -huh. Rob's really good at that. And, Getting technical. Um, I love it, bro. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. So when you hear this Lonely Fool song, it's very, like I said, it, it's, it's, there's a rhythm to it. And uh, like I'll do the first verse for you. It goes on. All right. It goes, I overword myself. It's not good for my health. Here I am chasing wealth. You already know the deal. Seems like my days are long. Most nights I lay alone. I'd rather stay at home when everybody wants to chill. I'm addicted to being productive. If you trying to kick it, I might be reluctant. But don't take it personally. Something inside me's determined to be lonely. And it goes, I'm just a lonely fool. Lonely, lonely fool. You know what I mean? Something nice, like that. nice. But man. there's like a pattern to it. And that that's kind of what you have to do in those oldie uh, style beats and stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. You can tell it's, it's, it's a, like you said, it's a different, uh, a different yeah. rhythm and it's yeah. off key. Yeah. Dun, 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 like dun, 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 dun. but it's yeah. catchy though too dun, 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 dun. and it like and uh and like uh like i say certain things uh, like i go up uh, these moments might seem high but deep inside i cry <laughs> I like don't bother asking why because honestly i can't explain and like but if you if I was to rap that, these moments might seem high, but deep inside I cry. If I'm saying it seriously, people are gonna be like, man, this was soft, you know what I'm saying? But 
But if you mask it, you're masking it with the comedic, the, the melody's kind of comedic too. Like I, you know what I mean? Like these moments might seem high, yeah. but deep inside I cry. And that's the whole point of Lonely Fool, dog. I have a line on there that says, nobody feels bad for the lonely fool. Like a lot of times men were, were so, um, we need to be tough. We need to, we can't show our, our sadness and weakness. We're expected to go yeah. through it. Hey, just tough it out, bro. Nobody feels bad for us lonely fools, you know what I'm saying? So, exactly. so the song has that that style where I'm speaking about some real shit. I'm I'm speaking about vulnerability, but I'm doing it in a comedic way where I'm kind of masking it. You know what I'm saying? But but if you really hear it, it's a sad song, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Damn. That's, that's, I like tight. that. What's that, bro? No, that's that's tight. That that's like a the, that's like a concept behind the song and shit. I love that, man. I love that. I gotta go check that out, man. Lonely. It's on release, bro. It's not. I, I'll oh, it's on release still. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I, I'm really this one. This one, I've been performing it, bro, and people are gravitating towards it. Everybody I've showed, they love it. So it's like it's one of those things where I think it can be a a song that can catapult me. You know what I'm saying? No, man. I, I like how you just you just gave me a lesson right there, man. Like it's uh when you said it's comedic, yeah, you, you know. Uh, and it's off key. It's a different rhythm. It's yeah. That's a, those are the technical aspects that, that I, I really appreciate that type of stuff, man. But, uh, but hypnotic, man. You know, I appreciate you, man. Once again, brother. Before we wrap things up, man, I wanted to ask you, uh, where can uh, the good people follow you? Where can they find your music, man? Tell us, you know, where to where, about all your social media platforms. Where can we find you, brother? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, my my biggest. My biggest platforms right now are, are Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. It's all under the same name, Hypnotic G Rooted. So Hypnotic, H-Y-P-N-O-T-I-C, G-Rooted, bro. Um, and uh, you can find my music on Spotify, on Apple Music, you name it, Pandora, all those streaming services. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of, like I said, I always um, influence people to, to go to my Instagram page, that's where I communicate mostly with my people, with my, with my fans and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm all out there, bro. And, uh, hypnotic, you rooted, just hypnotic, you rooted, hypnotic, you rooted, hypnotic, you rooted, just type it in and, uh, and, 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 and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. No, man, I, I love what you do, bro. I, I love everything about you, man, your hustle, your positivity, man, your love for the culture. And, uh, you know, I'm going to continue to, to follow you, man, and, and track your, your career. And, uh, you know, you're always welcome back here, brother. And, uh, you know, once again, man, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. I'm glad that, that I could, for the opportunity, bro. It's always a blessing to be on here and, and speak about my life and what what influences me and all that and share it with, with people. You know what I'm saying? So, so thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome, man. You're welcome, brother. There you guys have it, man. Hypnotic. Go check him out. Go tap in right now. You can't miss him. YouTube, Instagram, uh, he's all over the place, man. And uh, he's got some stuff coming out. He's got his, his uh, videos, his singles. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a household name here very soon, man. So, hey, yeah. out of San Diego once again. Hypnotic. Man, again, man, thank you. So, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, brother. We'll talk to you Definitely, soon. Definitely, homie. We'll stay in touch, dog. Uh, uh, shoot me your email, homie, and I'll send you that lonely food, dog. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you guys have it, Hypnotic. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight or today, whatever time of day you're watching. 
or listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure being your host here, right here on the Profile Pod. Don't forget about Social Nostra. Go follow Hypnotic. Um, leave me a rate review, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, man. Follow, like, share. Thanks again for being here for Hypnotic. I'm Double A, your host. We'll see you guys next week. And always remember to take it easy. Peace. Bye. And welcome to the Profile Pod. I'm your host, 